All right, folks, so the real ones tap in over here at this channel because we cover all of the assets from cryptocurrency, business, real estate, precious metals. We cover our strategies for executing in each uh, asset class. Today's update is going to be on real estate. This is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. I am your host, Zach Rector. And as always, I'm just trying to bring you some, some facts, some truth here in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of all the lies. How do we actually understand what's taking place in the current events, and then what action should we be taking in the financial world? Hey, if you haven't figured it out yet, you're gonna get a uh, participation trophy, but that doesn't mean you're gonna win when it comes to finances, when it comes to what's taking place in the economic world here, when it comes to what's taking place in your country as we see society break down on every single level. Now, today we're gonna focus in on real estate. So before I rant any further, let's stick to the topic. And I appreciate all of you guys. We haven't done one of these in a while. Usually, I'm just throwing in a few pieces about real estate into our overall live shows. But I decided I have a full rundown of what's taking place in the real estate market tonight. I really appreciate you guys uh, coming to you on Sunday, August 7, 2022. Uh, big, big update. I'm going to probably actually try to come on for a second time tonight too. So look out for that. We might run up a late night session on cryptocurrency and an overall update but nonetheless we come to you every monday through thursday at uh that's gonna be at 6 30 a.m 6 30 a.m monday through thursday and then at 6 p.m on the uh rumble sessions on friday and then usually i try to make it on on the weekends too but hey i appreciate all the support let's get right on into it thank you so much guys okay so to get this party started let's talk about justin U.S. Senate passes the $740 billion Inflation Reduction Act. So uh, good job over there in uh, Congress and the Senate, you know, taking action every day to continue selling out the American people. <laughs> and uh, we got to start out with this, folks, because this is going to make the overall situation that much worse. And that's why we call it the greatest transfer of wealth in world history is because they're just going to have to keep on printing money. Okay, they're just going to keep on injecting stimulus of different type into this system. Now, real estate is a market, an asset class that heavily relies on interest rates and on that money supply. And so everyone got a participation trophy. Everyone was having fun, uh, not only in all these, real estate, uh, all these asset classes, but specifically real estate. Everyone had been winning on paper. Our equity had been going up. Anyone who wanted to call themselves a real estate investor and, you know, get an Airbnb, get a rental, do a flip, do a deal was winning. It was really good times. And now with the interest rate hikes taking place and uh, them struggling to continue inflating with the money supply, we're seeing that real estate demand has cooled off. Now, let's take a look at the numbers here just to give us a picture, an idea of where we're at historically. 1970 median home price is at 17,000. 1970 medium income's at 9,800. Okay? So one year's income would have paid for half your house. Now let's fast forward to 2022. Median home price is 440,000. Your medium income is at 61,000. Okay? Big difference. Big difference. And we're going to get into why the wages aren't keeping up, the inflation crisis is squeezing everyone. And what we're seeing now is uh, as these interest rates have rose, that's popping it for everyone from the average homeowner to the first time home buyer and for the real estate investors themselves. Now, we're going to go through this. We're going to go through a couple case studies, basically, essentially stories from the streets. Uh, you know, some of these aren't verified. I'm going to show you some Redfin data, some common Fred data, um, you know, accepted data 
that all the real estate folks are talking about. But we're also going to share some Twitter posts here from just people that are on the streets on the ground. I think it's important to watch uh, real estate Twitter hashtag real estate Twitter. I think they call it RE Twitter is uh, where I like to stay tapped in and see what these guys and gals are doing in the real estate market and what they're seeing on the street. So this is in Oshawa, Canada. We've seen the detached home, just your average single family detached home, the average sale price in February was at 1200000 down here to July at 800000 for that average sale price in Oshawa. That is in Ontario, Canada. We're going to bounce around a little bit. This is a story from Brampton, another friend's story. Sold three-bedroom stacked townhouse for 999000 in Brampton. Original price was 500000 Bought a detached in Brampton for 1.7 million at a variable rate. So what we've been seeing, a lot of people are tied in on five-year variable rate interest rates. They're not locked in for 30 years. So these these rates are adjusting every five years, and this is coming in as a rude awakening for these people. In February, uh, one, yeah, yeah, he bought a 1.7 million dollar home, detached home, in February. Now, detached in his street is selling for 1.1 million, so he's already lost hundreds of thousands of equity, was paying just $1,600 for his home before. Remember, he had a three-bedroom stacked townhouse. He sold it for a milli, had 500,000 in equity, so he, he had cashed out nearly half a million. Moves into the next deal, and now he's paying 4,600 bucks a month, and he's lost $600,000 in equity. I wonder if he has his job still. See, this is where the recession's really starting to hit us. All these lagging indicators are the the layoffs that are taking place, the job numbers, which we're going to talk about the phony job numbers at the end of this session. But it all relates back to real estate and what's taking place. Real stories from, you know, the streets here. And these people thought they were, you know, cashing out, moving to the next deal. And then this economy just flips on us. And then the, the, the central banks flip policy on us. It's a double whammy financial tsunami that is set up to wipe out the middle class. The little bit of wealth that these people had. They, they had 500,000 equity. They cashed it out. They weren't just holding it on paper. They actually cashed it out, got the cash, but then they rolled it into the next deal at a five-year variable rate. Now they're at $4,600 in mortgage payment compared to $1,600. And then they probably are about to lose their job too. Or their business is struggling. They're barely hanging on. And how much of their disposable income is going to their bills? This is why I like watching the real situation that's taking place here. This shows you what's taking place. Meanwhile, in Canada, Toronto home prices down most in the past four months since 2005. So we're seeing so much of the data go back to that previous great financial uh, recession. Uh, the great financial crash of 07, 08, basically it ramped up in 05, 06 um, with, with the real estate frenzy. But then we started to see the bubble pop there in 07, 08. Okay. And then we were in a situation for years. Don't forget that. The last recession really was the start of the American depression. And I call it that because we have depressed growth. Yes, technically they're, re- they're, well, they're redefining re- uh, recession. So now we don't even know what recession is. But we've been depressed in the growth that we should have had, that we could have had if we had a real free market capitalist uh, society taking place here, real free market enterprise entrepreneurs building businesses and real estate investors investing in uh, a market that's 
not based off of participation, but based off of actually providing value, which at the end of this, I'm going to talk about what I recommend, what I'm doing right now in this market in terms of real estate, how I'm positioning myself, how I'm looking to invest in the real estate asset class. These markets are getting hammered. Metro Phoenix area MLS single family non-distressed sales. Median sale price in May was 515,000. In June we dropped down to 503,000. That's a drop of 2.3%. Then we go down to 490,000 in July. That's a drop of 2.6 from May or sorry, from June and a 4.9% from May. So nearly a 5% drop there in 2 months time. Down $25,000 in 2 months. So it's happening here in the United States. It's happening in these metropolitan areas. Uh, these high flying markets are really feeling the squeeze are really flipping, really flipping these, these high flying markets, real estate got super hot. Obviously the Cali uh, Californians were fleeing the communist Republic of California. Can't blame them. But what was taking place here is we had these, uh, these, uh, eye buyers, these open doors, these wall street guys were, were needing to park cash. They had so much freaking money. Remember, this is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. These people have so much freaking money. They're posting record amounts of losses. That's what they're, they're posting, right? But remember, they're sitting on a, a bunch of cash. They're sitting on a bunch of assets. Open Door is dumping 1,700 homes in Phoenix, right? So, so this is what we got taking place in Phoenix. We have this market dropping 5% in just two months. And then we have Open Door dumping 1,700 homes. What do you think the rest of the, the big guys are doing as well? Right, these guys are offloading these properties. San Diego real estate in July. Sales off 43% year over year. Inventory up 22% year over year. Way more inventory. We've seen it in uh, LA as well. Many of these markets. People are trying to exit and get what they can. If they can afford to move. And now we also have to talk about there's also the migration that's taking place in real estate. Real estate is so dynamic. And this is why I'm cherry picking some markets that are getting absolutely hammered. And maybe you're tuning in from the Midwest and you've just been steadily at a linear pace increasing at 3% a year. You're chilling. But these high flying markets and then these communist republic cities like San Diego and California cities, these people are, are leaving. They're getting out of Dodge, right? And so we're seeing inventory up 22% year over year as well. Okay. Continuing on. The fever has broke. This is Redfin data. More price drops than any time since at least 2015. Now, Redfin only goes back that far because that's when they got started with their tracking with their models. This is Redfin models, uh, Redfin's data. So if we look here at this, though, at the FRED, this is, I, I don't know, some metric, some index here. Uh, it's tough to use these indexes on real estate, just one point on the statistics and data of real estate. It's tough to use these because these indexes, they pull from the major metropolitan areas. But I mean, your market's local, your situation's local in real estate specifically. But anyways, out of this Fred, uh, whatever this is, the average US new home price, second largest monthly decline in 50 years, fastest decline from all time high in history. So this is falling as fast as ever, as fast as ever, truly incredible. Now, continuing on, I wanted to throw in this uh, joke talking about the metaverse here. What's happened to that metaverse land, uh, this chart here, the metaverse meltdown. Okay. So we had the average parcel was upwards of uh, almost nearly uh, $20,000. 
It was well well above 15. I guess it was closer to like 16 here. If we look at this metaverse meltdown, the average price of virtual land and overall trading volume has fallen off in recent months. So we went from an average price per parcel of 16,000 all the way down to it looks like about 3,000. Okay. And then for volume on these platforms, we've seen it go all the way up from about 225 million monthly trading volume all the way down to nearly zero. Like, uh, is that a couple million? Like maybe a five million? All the way from 225 million all the way down to less less than five million in trading volume on the metaverse. This, you, you thought the real world real estate was bad. The metaverse has just... Uh, had a little meltdown there, but anyways, we we called that. We knew that was going to happen because none of these uh, none of these metaverses were doing anything of real utility. They were all hype. Anyways, uh, continuing on, Steve Soretsky, real world real estate. What happens when housing sales hit twenty year lows? Popular Canadian furniture store article lays off seventeen percent of workforce. First round of layoffs since the company was founded eleven years ago. So let's talk about that labor market. Let's bring in our good friend, Peter Schiff. He says the strong labor market can create a lot more low paying service sector jobs if inflation destroys so much purchasing power that retirees have no choice but to go back to work and kids are forced to drop out of high school and get jobs to help their parents pay the bills or maybe not go to college. Or (laughs) when we look at the real jobs, what real jobs are being created right now? Are they good, high-paying, middle-class jobs? No. (laughs) This meme right here, uh, Yellen, we're seeing robust job growth. The jobs, DoorDash. Right. And I'm not knocking DoorDash. I'm not knocking Uber. Whatever you got to do to hustle. We've been talking about, folks, whatever it takes to prepare yourselves for the inflation crisis. But uh, this is the phony data that we're getting. So we went through, in part one of the 2022 housing market crash before my my power got killed, we we're talking about all the real estate data, and now I wanted to connect it back to the macroeconomic picture and the unemployment data that we got, the, the great job numbers that we just got, because we need to relate it to how much worse is this real estate situation going to get. When we want to forecast where the market's heading, I think it's in, important to look at all of these uh, in, in, in factors, all these factors that impact this specific asset class of real estate. But Peter, talking about the jobs, he says the gain of 528,000 jobs in July as the labor force participation rate fell. So get that. The labor force participation rate fell, but we added 528,000 jobs. That means that most of the new jobs went to people who already had jobs. They were already participating. So that way they were taking on their second and third. Collapsing real wages forces many workers to moonlight to pay the bills. If the labor market were strong, one job would be enough. And, and that's just going back to this meme about DoorDash and others is people have a job, they're DoorDashing, they're Ubering, they're selling you know, stuff online, they're, they're doing whatever it takes. Talking about the gain of 520,000 jobs in July as the labor force participation rate fell means that most of the new jobs went to people who already had jobs. Collapsing real wages forced many workers to moonlight to pay the bills. If the labor market were strong, one job would be enough. So the White House, you know, the the the, the political play here is, oh, this is great, uh, $528,000 jobs added. This is great, right? Mr. Biden's doing a good job. But when you look underneath the data, when you look what's really taking place, people are having to get two, three jobs just to pay the bills. 
Peter Schiff continuing on, the strong labor market can create a lot more low-paying service sector jobs if inflation destroys so much purchasing power that retirees have no choice but to go back to work and kids are forced to drop out of high school and get jobs to help their parents pay the bills or they don't go to college, so they're not getting education, they're not getting the job training. Uh, for a technical job, a better paying job. Now, it's all about, these are not real middle middle class, high paying jobs. These are all service sector, Dash, uh, what do we talk about? Uber Eats, uh, DoorDash, all these other jobs that people are taking on for a second and third job. These don't pay the bills. This just helps cover the inflationary crisis that's hitting home for so many people. Peter says, even multiple jobs don't allow workers to keep pace with inflation. June consumer credit surged by a much higher than expected $40.1 billion, while credit card debt soared at an annualized rate of 16% as consumers went deeper into debt to afford to buy higher priced necessities. Now, uh, yesterday I put out a little TikTok, a little short here on YouTube, where I talked about how we had 223, I think, 223 million new credit card accounts opened up in Q2. So what we're seeing here, although we added some jobs, that's just showing that the struggle is real and the real inflation crisis is hitting home and it's impacting the real estate asset class. Now, we've gone through the data. We've talked about these horrific job numbers and how the scene is so bad. And you guys get that. For those of you that are tapped in on this channel, you get how bad it is. You understand that. Okay, I wanted to talk about our strategies for writing out and operating real estate within a recession, investing in real estate during a recession. So a few things, and I'm going to talk about what I'm doing as well. Right now, people need to focus on solving problems, and I do believe that there is a lack of quality housing. Now, we've been seeing that, you know, a lot of houses have been being brought on. Right. And a lot of these builders are actually having to drop prices, too. I didn't cover any of that data, but that's what we're starting to see out of that. New home builders are having to drop prices, more contingencies, trying to beg these uh, buyers to to bite. Okay, but what I see in real estate right now is if you want to do well in real estate right now, if you want to invest in real estate and or if you are just trying to figure out how to position, you know, you got one house, that's your main asset, right? Right now, we have a lack of quality housing. So if you're in a good spot, I probably wouldn't be moving right now. You know, I would be hanging tight. I would wait for the uh, interest rates to come back down, right? But when it comes to real estate investment, we're going to talk specifically about real estate investment. If the numbers make sense, you can still do deals, even if we go all the way up to 10, 15% interest. It just means that the prices are going to have to reflect that interest rate, that, that market dynamic. But in my opinion, people haven't been solving problems. People haven't been building quality houses. They haven't been doing quality remodels. There's many people in this space that have just been speculating. Many people that have been riding the wave, riding the hype. It's easy to become a real estate agent, property manager. It's easy to put hashtag real estate investor in your Instagram bio. You know, it's been really cute to become a real estate investor. It's been cute to do all this other crap too, you know, but for people that are solving real problems, 
No, that, that for you is whatever you know, whatever you think you'll do best at. If that is Airbnbs, which has been the hot thing, vacation rentals, short-term rentals, if that's your deal, then that's your deal. But you have to go in with a business mindset into real estate investing. This is completely different from just sitting on your house, your, your asset that you're hoping and praying continues to appreciate in value. So I, I want to say people are not focused on solving. People need to find problems to solve and don't speculate, improve. Go into a property with a plan. It, you know, your, your business plan, you could say, for fixing up the property, for actually producing cash flow, even as we go through a recession, whether it's real estate or you're starting your business, your side hustle, whether you're looking at, are you going to have a job in 12 months? We're going through a recession. Hopefully that's clear. Hopefully it's clear that the situation is going to get a whole lot worse because as we went through the data, it's terrible and the layoffs are just now hitting. The mass layoffs are just now arriving in the data. So don't speculate, improve. And cash flow must cover debt service. So someone just asked me uh, on, on Discord, they sent me a DM asking about buying a business. It's similar to what they're already in. And you know, they were talking about, should I go into debt for this? And I talked about this in a live stream earlier. And it's very simple. It's, if cash flow covers debt service, then you're good to go. It doesn't matter if the interest rate's 2%, 5%, or 10%. If the deal makes sense, the deal makes sense by the numbers. Now, are you figuring in uh, that it's going to take you time to learn how to run a short-term rental business to fix this property up, that we're, we're still going through, um, you know, the supply chain situation isn't as good uh, as it once was? Are you factoring in all these things? I'm seeing a lot of people bite off more than they can chew, just to, just to make it simple for you guys. And I'm talking about firsthand what I'm seeing. And as we went through the real estate stories in real estate Twitter that I shared with you guys, we can see it. These guys thought they were smart. There's a massive need in senior living, senior housing, okay? And uh, my mentor, Dan Pena, he actually talks about this business being one of the best businesses that you can enter because it has the highest amount of margins. And why is that? Because nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to run a bedpan business. That's what he calls it. Where you take people from assisted living, there's a whole spectrum of it, but you take them from assisted living all the way to bedpans, all the way to funeral homes is another business that he talks about because nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to solve those problems. And especially during the last two years with the whole situation going on, it's, it's, uh, dislo it's dislocated, it's disrupted that industry even more so because people needed to be isolated. And well, we saw what happened, uh, side rant, side rant that I probably shouldn't include. I should just stick to the real estate data, but have to include the side rant because I mentioned senior living, senior housing. You, if you have some governors like my governor, Jay Inslee, who sent, I can't even say it, who sent uh, the infected to the senior living centers, it actually was sick. It actually was sick. But anyway, side rant, I don't need to go there. There's a serious need in senior living, senior housing. There's huge margins, but it's a serious business. And that's what I'm talking about as far as solving problems. Um, so, you know, there's others. The, the, the thing that everyone wanted to do was the easy stuff. You know, just flipping, becoming a wholesaler, wholesaler becoming a real estate broker, right? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying 
if you're not a serious business person, if you're not serious about your hustle right now, your business is done. It doesn't matter if it's real estate. It doesn't matter if it's uh, property investing. It doesn't matter what you're in. Um, you know, RV parks, short-term rentals, senior living, whatever it is. If you're not serious about your business right now, this recession is going to wipe out a lot of people, a lot of businesses. And the real estate crisis, in my opinion, has not bottomed out. It's going to get worse. I think we're going to see the depths of the whole uh, asset bubble. All assets, in my opinion, will basically be simultaneously bottoming out over the next three to six months. I don't think that we found that bottom yet. I think that we have a ways to go. Um, now, personally, myself, I'm looking at a deal right now, and we're working on it, man. We're working on it. And we got margin. We make sure we got margin right now. And I've been studying real estate for 10 years, so I'm going in with a serious plan. The first deal is going to roll us into the next deal and we're going to get this real estate portfolio started. The reason why I haven't invested into real estate quite yet is because my market's been jacked up. It's hard to get in as a first-time home buyer, but um, I wanted to go in with a full-on strategy for rolling these deals into the next one, making sure that I had sufficient reserves built up. So really looking for, oh, oh no. And, and the point I was going to say is the reason why I haven't gone into real estate yet is because I put all my money into cryptocurrency Guilty, guilty is charged, just to be straight up with you guys. From 2020 on, it was all in XRP and cryptocurrency. Now, so far that hasn't done uh, so well, but I don't care. I know what I'm investing in, I know what I hold, right? So we talk about that. And then I also went all in on my businesses. And over the last year, I went all in on my second business, this media business that I've created, right? And so 90% of my time, focus and energy and money has been on those businesses. Now that those are producing cash flow, now that those are running themselves, now that we have teams that help run it, and my role is very clear, it's very clear cut what I need to be doing in these businesses to move them forward, I can now take profits into the next investment, into the next business opportunity. But I would never do that until I know that these businesses are recession proof, that we're gonna ride them out, teams in place, we can afford these teams, we're hiring during a recession, I just hit uh, best month yet in my business last month, in my landscape business specifically. During a recession, shit's hitting the fan. Best month yet. And we're, we're on a track right now to continue that. Okay? Now, uh, for you guys, I don't know what business you're in. I don't know what you're doing for real estate investing. Maybe you've uh, dabbled in precious metals, cryptocurrency. For us, we have a serious plan strategy for each asset class. I talk about that with my Discord group uh, in depth completely from the trades that I'm making, the first NFT that I just invested in and we got the Discord whitelisted in, to real estate uh, seminars that we put on, to our business development program, to talking about cryptocurrency, not only acquiring it, which assets we actually want to acquire, but storing it, how to securely secure these assets. And then we also talk about our prepping and essentials over there. For me, it's every single asset class, a specific strategy for each. And I try to share that with you guys here. And uh, we talk deal specific, we talk investment specific, we talk and share trades specific in that group. If you're looking to get access, we would love to see you over there. But other than that, folks, uh, right now, I'm, I don't care to say, oh, I, I called it, I told you so. It pains me to see what's happening in middle America right now. It pains me to see that, you know, good people are losing. 
But folks, you get a participation trophy here in real estate. You get a participation trophy if you got a 401k, which most people got. But as we're seeing, if you don't have a serious program, if you don't have a serious strategy, you've been wiped out. Okay? And the overall data tells me that we're going uh, lower in every single asset class. We haven't bottomed in real estate. We haven't bottomed in crypto. We have cataclysmic events still yet to play out. And I'm going to be talking about that in my next stream on what we're expecting to come here as we wrap up this Shemitah cycle, the end of September, okay, going into an election cycle, which actually can lead us into a pump, uh, believe it or not, we actually can get a rally. But through this overall bear market recession, I still think that we have a year to 18 months to ride out a storm, to ride out rough times, for it not to be uh, everyone's winning. Everyone gets to participate if you still got some money to invest, if you still are uh, in the stock market, if your 401k is down 50%, but you still got money in, you're still going to be participating. But are you going to be winning? Is your program going to be working out? But hey, uh, with that being said, like I mentioned earlier, if you guys are looking to roll over your 401k into some precious metals, you can head on over to my website and just hit at the very top precious metals. And if you're looking to just buy some, you don't have to have a retirement account. This is a reputable dealer that you can go buy gold, silver, precious metals from. They will ship it and deliver it to you or they will take custody as well. You have to have a minimum of $20,000 liquid and make a $5,000 minimum investment or you can roll over your 401k retirement account. So if you're looking to do that, which I know many of you guys have been asking me, so I finally found a reputable dealer to partner up with, head on over to my website, zachrector.com, and just at the very top, it's that precious metals link. Get in touch with them and they will hook you up, okay? And then if you're looking to get into our Discord community, you can do that as well by going over to zachrector.com, signing up for the Patreon, and you will get access to our Discord community. With that being said, I just appreciate all of you who tune in every day, who share my work with other like-minded individuals far and wide. I really appreciate you guys. We will see you tomorrow morning in the next update. Thank you so much. Take care and God bless.